You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The city of brotherly love showing its love for the pooches. Bark at the park on Friday night as the Phillies host the Reds, but from there, it was a rough start for Aaron Nola. Duval cracks this one high, deep, and gone. His 11th of the year, 2-0 Reds. Wow. We'll start it off with right fielder Scott Shebler. Here's a fly ball to center field. Tattooed, that baby is gone. Shebler goes deep, his 14th of the year. Runners at second and third with two out. Ground ball, base hit into left field. One run scores, the Golden Windmill bringing the other one home, and the Reds have taken a five to nothing lead. Right on the money. Swing and a miss, he strikes out again. A fastball up and away, one down. Tavato, Adelman covers, another 3-1 put out, an eight complete shutout innings. Tim Adelman pitches a career-high eight scoreless innings and allows just one hit as the Reds beat the Phillies 5-2. Adelman picks up his third win of the year. Brian Price's squad blasted two more homers in Friday's win over the Phillies. Here's the skipper talking to the media after the game. And it, and it wasn't just because of the line score. It was really command-based, really good both sides of the plate. Got a nice sinking fastball, could straighten it out when he needed to, a very, very good changeup. I don't even think he threw a breaking ball there until the eighth inning. Um, so he was that good, uh, changing speeds on, on the, really on two pitches and, and changing sides of the plate, working ahead. Uh, I think he got every, I'm not sure if I have this right, but he was, after six, I know he'd gotten every leadoff man out. So. Um, that's, that plays a big, big role in this. You know, it's not getting, letting your opponent, the opponent, you know, get too excited about coming back into a game like that. I think the a real difference maker was Peraza's two-run base hit there that gave us that uh, extra cushion as well. His percentage of ground balls was much higher than normal for him. Uh, that's a good recipe for any pitcher, but particularly in this ballpark. Yeah, you know, we happen to play in a, in a, in a pretty good hitter's park, at least if you're lifting the ball, um, and. Uh, in this place as well here in Philadelphia. It's known as a hitter's ballpark. Wind was blowing out pretty well to, to right center, right field. Um, and they got some guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. So uh, it, was a, it was a terrific job. There's a lot of early count contact on the ground. We made some nice plays for them. You know, Peraza, Suarez, Joey all made really nice plays. Duvall, the diving catch in the outfield. Um, all that really prevented uh, the Phillies from really getting something started there until the night. I'm sure the competitor and Tim wanted to finish this out. Was it that he was at 100 pitches or that no. you wanted to get Wojo some work? Well, you know, we, we had to make a decision on if we're going to start uh, Wojo or Buchanan here mm -hmm. that second day in Toronto. And if he didn't get in there in a 5 nothing game to get some work, yeah. he goes, you know, close to 10 days without pitching in, in a game. before, And then we, you know, take him up to Toronto and give mm -hmm. him a start. So it was important. It made, it made it a nail biter at the end, which was unfortunate. However, it was an important opportunity for him to throw some pitches. And, and fortunately, Iggy was able to come in and, and close the door. So from that answer, he'll be starting Tuesday? He will. He'll okay. start. Uh, Badia will start game one, and then we'll follow that with, uh, with Bojo. Talking about getting the offense early off of uh, Aaron early because he seemed like he kind of settled in a little bit before the two run single in the sixth. He really settled in, you know, really nicely. And you know, we've seen him before, and he's got good stuff. 
um, and not just the breaking ball. I think that he's kind of known for is his ability to manage the strike zone both sides and throw the good change up and the harder breaking pitch uh, slider. Um, and we, yeah, it was good. It was, it was, I think the big one was certainly was Hamilton being able to steal two bases and Joey hitting the ground ball to get the first run. But, uh, you know, Duvall and Shubler are able to get to him early, you know, before he really did settle in. Kind of alluded to, Jimmy mentioned this pregame, you know, these home runs are really starting to help you guys. And those four guys in particular, you know, double digit homers are really kind of providing a lot of your offense right now. Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, I just don't think anybody's chasing anything. I don't think these guys are chasing homers. I think they're chasing hard contact, and and that's been great. It's certainly nice when you know when it, 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 the end result is a home run. Um, however, I think when you get conscious of or conscientious of trying to hit homers, it can really affect things. I think right now, hard contact is what all of our guys are are chasing, and the results have been really good. Tim Adelman pitched a career high eight shutout innings. Here's the Riney talking about his third win of the season. I wanted to stay in there pretty badly, but I understand the move. Uh, Wojo needed to get some work. It, it had been a while since he threw, and uh, it's, it's a game in May. It's not a, uh, a game that's deeper in the season. It's obviously, you know, you got to look at the big picture. The guys down there need some work, and uh, that was a good time to do it. So totally understand. you got to be pretty happy, especially to get all those outs on the ground and, and you know, Keep them pretty much in check the whole night. Yeah, that was the that was the goal early on was to uh, get some strikes early in the count and uh, kind of use a little bit of their aggression against them and try to get some quick outs. So fortunately, was able to do that and then and obviously save the bullpen. And uh, at the end of the day, the Reds had more more runs than the Phillies, and that's the most important thing. So Brian said you maybe didn't even use a curveball until the eighth or something. <clears throat> I think I threw. One curveball to Nola in his at in his at bat against me, and other than that, it was just fastball changeup. And I threw two to Rupp in the eighth, and that was it. Adam Duvall blasted his 11th homer of the year as the Reds win the series opener over the Phillies. Duvall then chatted with reporters after the game. You know, just got a good pitch to hit, and I hit it, and uh, made a good read on that ball that uh, I forgot who even hit it. But um, you know, it was a low liner, and I stayed with it. And, was able to get my glove under it. Does it get a little, little boring out there when Tim's getting so many ground ball outs? Uh, no, I like it like <laughs> that. I like it when I can just stand out there and watch everybody else do the work. Um, you know, he, he pitched a heck of a game, and um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he's proud of uh, the way he pitched tonight. You're the only team in Major League Baseball that has four guys with ten or more home runs. Is there a little uh, personal? Friendly rivalry going on with the home runs in here? Uh, you know, we joke around about it, um, you know, uh, but I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that we were the only team with four guys with over 10. Um, you know, I think we're starting to swing it collectively uh, as a group uh, pretty well, so hopefully we can keep that going. This series continues on Saturday. Bronson Arroyo on the mound for Cincinnati against Jared Eikhoff for Philly.